Hi, everybody. Welcome to Bottom Line with Bob and Kendall Ehrlich. Here we are in December. It's the holidays, so if you want a great meal, you got to go to Masoni's. And I understand there's a 10% discount. There is. If you mention the Ehrlichs. Isn't that nice? Holiday cheer from us. During the Biden the era, you need that 10%. That's trust for me. sure. The 10% tax cut. We could cut do that for gas. From the Ehrlichs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about your dogs. Ugh. Sorry Dog. about your dogs. I, I had no idea you were going to bring this it's up. It's right there in the notes. What are you talking about? I cannot believe it. You know, Alabama wins. I Alabama kept telling you all year. Alabama. Florida. My sympathies go out to Florida State. What more right. can Let's you do? Let's not talk about this, when my When you have God. a perfect record. What more? Okay, so their number one quarterback's out. They, did, they won their other games with the number two and number three. Ugh. Don't get me started. I am a sympathizer for Florida State. I know oh, you yeah. are. This is potpourri. And, and supposed to be quick. Dogs, You're supposed to be quick here, how okay? Are they, number one, all season long. They lost is the and answer then they to went that to question. Six. I, I bet you there's no women. It's a in tough that league. Room. That's <laughs> that little boardroom of you the can't NCAA. Say that. You have no idea. That's nothing to do with sex. I nominate sex. What myself. About? What are you talking about? Well, I nominate myself. It'd still be there, meaning if you were there. <laughs> in any event, uh, it was a great game as usual and congratulations Mm -hmm. to all these programs third we're not going to get into this in this show this is a hamas and uh, israel show but the testimony yesterday on capitol hill uh representative lisa uh, mccain riley Gaines, uh this oberlin uh lacrosse coach kim russell if you're going to watch any three videos with regard to the issue of biological men playing against women in college in the Title IX era. Watch those videos. All three powerful testimonies, powerful statements. And and the Oberlin coach is the hippie coach, by the way. Yeah, self-referred. Um, and uh, she is beside herself and has suffered as a result of speaking out, which is Probably the more disturbing aspect of, of these. I'm not idiots. sure what's the most disturbing I, aspect I of this. And, and and to think, I mean, you know, no common sense whatsoever. We've got nothing left. Well, this was this is hard to watch. It's 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 an issue that we'll continue to talk about. Uh, fourth tidbit, real quick here. Fox, you didn't see this. Fox ran the, a few uh, minutes worth of the 12 days of Christmas, comparing the 12 days of Christmas in the last year of the Trump administration to the cost of items, the 12 items, uh, with respect to the 12 days of Christmas, the price hikes, the inflation, the cost of living, self-evident, no matter what they do concerning uh, putting lipstick on Bidenomics. It's been a very expensive experiment over these past three-plus years. Fourth, uh, we lost two friends recently. Pat Warren, a legend, WJZ Baltimore political reporter, someone who covered us, me and us, for more than a decade, also during state legislature and Congress and obviously during our governorship. Beloved, straight-up, terrific lady, consummate pro, I put a Facebook post out, a throwback, a dinosaur, if you will, a throwback, a reporter you could trust, (laughs) a reporter you could trust and the reporter I trusted and she never violated any. If you said off the record, she respected that and she appreciated the access she had. It's funny how those mutual relationships continue and are productive. 
yeah. when uh, respect is met and people abide by the rules of the game. We also she was just terrific. She was terrific. We also lost uh, one of my cabinet officials who served in my administration and uh, a couple subsequent administrations as well. George Owings, a Southern Maryland Democrat, conservative, vet, Vietnam era, a character, a great man. Absolute a patriot. perfect Secretary of Veterans Affairs. Yeah, my Lord. Perfect. I actually have a Facebook post out on him as well. We did an event together the other day in Southern Maryland honoring his memory. Again, a dinosaur, conservative Democrat in Maryland. <laughs> a a patriot. It was so great. It was at the VFW Hall. Yeah. Uh, so much of the community came out. Uh, many former legislators from Annapolis that you hadn't seen in a long time. He was really a wonderful person, always incredibly happy. And last, two last, two last items. You're now published author. Congratulations, Daily Caller. The Daily Caller. I'm so excited. We now have two authors, two columnists in the house. My God, it makes for a I've grumpy created, home. <laughs> what I've created. Somebody's got to get out. Anyway, you do have a nice editor, though. I heard he's very good. He's very good, yeah. mm-hmm. and. Uh, I love the Daily Caller, and I'm very appreciative that they're willing to take my pieces and put them out there. They're not willing. They asked. They asked, and your first two pieces are terrific. A little prejudice there. But last, we advertised Larry Kudlow, our 100th show. Uh, Another, not mix up, uh, he had a conflict. conflict. And so we've advertised this now. We apologize. We'll have him on at some point. That's happened twice. We apologize. Very popular guy these days. Very important guy on the economic front. Very important spokesman for America First, for the Trump administration in that era, and potentially going forward as well. And as you can see on Fox Business, he's very busy. He really is. All right, babe, just real quickly, a couple headlines, a couple thoughts pulled from the Israeli-Hamas conflict slash war slash terror war. First... And these are just various aspects of what we've seen go down over the past, uh, since October 7th, in fact. Uh, Headline, Maryland Hate Crime Commission official compares Israel to Nazi Germany in a Facebook post. You know, the left came up with this hate crime paradigm, but sometimes they find themselves on the other side of it. Uh, two dozen Muslim groups, by the way, and the attorney general suspended this person from the Hate Crime, uh, Crime Commission in Maryland. Two dozen Muslim groups have now asked for her reinstatement. The first report from this new commission is supposedly out uh, next year, 2024. I wonder if this person will self-report this particular incident. Yeah. Second item, the rhetoric. And I really hope that, especially young people, college students who are hopefully having their eyes open to the relative merits, demerits, all the respective sides. Of course, there's no other, there's no different side to terrorism, but concerning the history of Palestine, the Palestinian people, the state of Israel, the establishment of the state of Israel, why it was established, all this. Hopefully, college kids are learning history, but they're also learning rhetoric, and they're also learning to understand rhetoric and see symbolism with respect to rhetoric because we're getting an awful lot of rhetoric these days. Apartheid government, uh, Israel the occupier, uh, Israel built on the quote-unquote graves of martyrs, 
Babies murdered at the kibbutz on October 7th. Fake Israeli babies from the river to the sea. October 7th, a counteroffensive begins. Now, babe, I have a piece you've not seen. It's coming out in Daily Caller, our, our publication. And I make the observation in it, especially with regard to terror. The context is terror. Whenever you see the adverb, however, it's a lead into moral equivalence. And we never thought we would get to these third rails in American politics. We never thought you would have an adverb like this in the context of a story that begins mass murder, mass rape. However, however, that's the uh, adverb that people really need to pay attention to. Again, the story will be out in the next, my column will be out in the next few days in, in Daily Caller. But beware college students understand the rhetoric being utilized with respect to the res- to both all sides, but especially from the left, especially with regard to Palestine, and especially with regard to October 7th. This is also a call out to parents when your child is coming home from these institutions and uh, are speaking. The colleges, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> institutions. Well. Well, good point. Okay. I, I, I mean, so <laughs> you need to push back on what they're hearing, too, and if they're repeating this rhetoric, there needs to be pushback. I think, I think, again, sort of like COVID was, this period in our history is opening our eyes to higher education as opposed to our secondary education, higher ed, and what is being taught. Now, some of these quote-unquote protesters just get out and protest. They have no idea. Okay, now you're getting ahead of me again. Oh. You usually do. As okay. you know, we're going to talk about this. But, well, I, we but do you, think But your like. point's well taken right. concerning the rhetoric. But hold that thought. Okay. Hold that thought. This is what our marriage is like. This is well, welcome to my life. It's but a good one. When you have a very strongly opinionated wom- uh, woman and wife and former first lady and prosecutor, this is what you get, and that's why I love her. Third point. Babe, what's so interesting about the reporting on the, the hostage exchanges and the rallies, pro-Israel rally, peaceful, polite, Powerful. Pro-Palestine rallies, the riots. Uh, some, 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 some are riots. The vandalism, the threats, the property damage. It, it, it's, it's interesting concerning tone with respect to the, the respective sides and how they've conducted themselves, how they've comported themselves in these very public protests. Well, that lends itself to some of these folks just wanting to get out and be violent yeah. as opposed to having a strong belief in something and gathering uh, like the pro-Israeli uh, protests have been. Instead of doing that, there's some sort of violence, some sort of mob mentality along uh, that. And some of those protesters are just getting out there to do that, I think. Yeah. Well, as you know, that typically characterizes the left these days. No surprise. Mm-hmm. Related to that observation, another important distinction, I love these uh, stories with respect to the prisoner exchange. The prisoner exchange exchange. are innocents in exchange for criminals. Criminals. Right. That's the Kidnapped people. Children, (laughs) grandmothers. Versus people that were incarcerated for crimes. Yeah. That's the prisoner exchange 
phrase that we've seen so often utilized by the media. Boy, the media has been really, it's been illustrative, been really instructive concerning the, the media and where they stand and where they're coming from as well. Fifth observation, Iran, Iran, Iran. We've made the observation on this show. We've talked about it. This should be the preeminent foreign policy issue of this cycle. And if Republicans mm-hmm. can't win on this issue, we had to quit. They are the varsity, the world's varsity sponsor of terror. The Houthis in, in Yemen, uh, Hezbollah in, in Lebanon, obviously, uh, Hamas in Gaza, derive their funding from Iran. We've known it for a long time. Barack Obama knew it. Joe Biden knew it. President Trump knew it. He did something Didn't about a it. Plane full of cash you go know, well, there. That was that was all about the Iranian nuclear deal as well. Yes. So the funder, the terror funder, is uh, is being indulged by the United States of America continually and has been since the Obama administration, with the exception of the Trump administration. They vowed the destruction of Israel. That's still on the boards. Uh, going back to Trump for a second, we've talked about this so much, but people need to understand, look at American foreign policy vis-a-vis Iran during the Trump era, era. isolated the terrorist state, hurt their economy, froze their assets, raised the temperature on the Iranian street. So the small D Democrats, you know, we have no problem with the Iranian people. They're captive. Right. The, the Iranian people took to the streets. They were upset. Uh, uh, we left the nuclear negotiations and that bad deal. Uh, he built a coalition between the, the Sunni states, the Arab Sunni states, and Israel. And quiet intelligence sharing was part of that arrangement. Uh, mutual intelligence sharing. The Abraham Accords. And Saudi Arabia supposedly was next coming in line after the Abraham Accords. I mean, They say that might have huge... been one of the reasons yeah. for the assault. Yeah, exactly. Great point. This was the record of the Trump administration vis-a-vis Iran. It was spectacular in its success. And, and again, it isolated and, and was continuing to isolate the world's largest sponsor of terror. You said if we can't win on this issue, you don't know what <laughs> to do. But, but the problem is uh, not enough people are paying attention to these types of issues. Bidenomics. Iran, Iran, Iran. They want to make this a personality contest, and and they have just fixated themselves on a personality, which they refuse to open their eyes or their minds to and listen to these policies. And it's our job in 2024 to make sure that we get these policies out there and for people to really think about them, hopefully. And the... the the predicate, the denominator with regard to all this unrest, and especially in the Middle East, and all this funding of terror is Iranian oil money pays for it all. Mm-hmm. And remember why. That's your point. Next item. This drives me crazy. We've talked about it at dinner many, many times. Gaza, the next chapter, at some point Israel's going to win. At some point, Israel is going to declare victory. Not there yet. At some point, the terror army will be, quote unquote, defeated. Are they going away? Of course not. Uh, Will enough of them be dead that uh, the rehabilitation of Gaza can at some point begin? Yes. Yes. But the left, especially 
the Biden administration these days and the State Department is taking advantage of the present situation to get to their two-state solution. They're that old, off-the-shelf, hey, none of this would happen if there's a two-state, if, if the Palestinians had a state. We talked last show about the famous Netanyahu line, other Israeli prime ministers. We have no place else to go. This is it. This is our homeland. We have no place else to go. When you think about the two-state solution, the three-state solution, and, and I've just talked about it in my campaigns and Congress and the whole nine yards, there is a bottom line. This shows the bottom line. There's a bottom line. You can't get by. Today, the proponents of a two- or three-state solution are demanding that Israel negotiate with a new state that demand the elimination of Israel. Makes no sense whatsoever. Why would Israel ever do that? And as long as Bibi Netanyahu's in charge, it ain't ever going to happen. Not after this attack. Enough of the lecture from Joe Biden. They don't want to hear anything right now. Uh, The amount of people killed, the trauma, he doesn't want to hear anything about it. Uh, the two uh, how do you make peace with people point? who want to kill you exactly how do you make peace with people who want to and everybody talks about Fatah uh, you know why not let it run guys blah 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 Fatah is in many respects a, a JV version of, it is. Of, of Hamas so so you know what could go wrong with Fatah governing Gaza <laughs> what could go wrong with that the Wall Street Journal last week had a great article about the JV Hamas uh, uh, Fatah and I would recommend it to you as well. Uh, hatred toward the Jewish state is the currency of these organizations. That's what that's what they deal in. Next, the American left has a problem. We talk about this every night now as we watch. As it's TV illustrated on television. So there's a real split over Israel. And you see it playing out in our politics. They're all, it's always been there for, for anyone who cared to watch. Now people are starting to pay attention, but it's, it's been there for an awful long time. It's now out in the open uh, as progressives uh, press their advantage with the Democratic Party. And so you see this quandary Joe Biden and other Democrats have. The Democrat establishment, the old Democrat establishment, the traditional liberal establishment, basically pro-Israel, whole nine yards. Now you have this progressive wing, especially uh, with these Muslim groups, exerting real pressure on the Democratic Party and the president. If these groups don't show up to support a Democrat, either for the House or the Senate or for the presidency of the United States, Democrats lose, especially in places like Michigan. So they got a real split. Uh, These folks have to show up for Democrats to win. But but by the same token, uh, those supporting Israel and democracy— in the Middle East, and always have, and those supporting uh, the democratic process, no crime, less taxes, all of those things here are going to show up in droves, particularly if there is a democratic um, sort of stronghold supporting terror. Well, the bottom line here is, with respect to Republicans and the old Democrat establishment, the moral equivalency argument doesn't work. No. It doesn't work. This progressive left wing of the Democratic Party that you see protesting now, they're using moral equivalence. They are. As their predicate. That's a problem. That's a real problem. But I think that folks that think like us 
are going to also react to that. And so well, they so may come out in a certain way, and then hopefully we'll come out bigger and stronger. Well, it, the Biden administration appears to be trying to have it both ways. We support Israel, we support Israel, we support Israel. Oh, what about that ceasefire? We need a ceasefire. Well, and you, we know all Hamas does is take advantage of ceasefires. You said this earlier, and it's so true. If you're really listening to what they say or their speeches or the Secretary of State, there's always a however. Always. The adverb. A however. The adverb of the day. It's really interesting. So true. <sighs> Next to last, American colleges have a problem. Progressivism has festered on these colleges for many years. And we've talked about, I've talked about, especially you, but my free speech, my free speech speech over last, what, 15, 20 years, mm -hmm. the speech codes and the trigger warnings and the whole nine yards and the thought control on campus and where these folks are coming from, what they really believe. You see it now. You see it on your TV screen every day. But you see it through a different light right now. You see that there's a whole nother group on campus that are American Jews, and they're fearful. That, 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 that is the new chapter, if you will. Because as we've discussed a million times, it's common sense again. We talk about you know, girls in sports. This is common sense. You can have a problem with Bibi Netanyahu. You can have a problem with right-wing governments in Israel. You can have a problem with, with the Israeli state and its policies. And all. That's legit. Of course everybody can have an opinion. That's what college is supposed to be about. But you can't be pro-terrorism, pro-terrorist, pro-October 7th. And again, when you see the moral equivalence, that, however, it's a signal, and it should not be missed. So American... Colleges have this problem. We're not talking about. Uh, uh, we're talking about a pro-Hamas sentiment, uh, combined with an ignorance with respect mm -hmm. to. And you've talked about this a bunch, babe. <laughs> these groups, these left-wing groups, these feminist groups in the West. Oh, we're for. You know, we, we, oh, we're for. We're, we're, we're for, we're for moral equivalence. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, we'll go spend a day with the Hamas. See how long you last there. Kid. Yeah, see how the women are treated you have by this, Hamas. You have this sort of ignorance and stupidity with regard to facts. Uh, you have this real crisis in higher education called free speech. And its ramifications, its repercussions go far beyond this issue. We've talked about that forever. Lack of appreciation for the real meaning of free speech. Because the line, Supreme Court's drawn the line, common sense knows the line, reasonable people know the line, it's incitement. Right. And when you're going out around talking favorably about October 7th, about a counteroffensive, that's a real problem. So these schools have a, have a real problem, uh, and I'll just say this, some colleges have handled the situation better than others. We talk about, I'm not going to mention any schools today. Uh, you know, some university presidents have handled the situation better than others as well. But your point, babe, your point. In America in 2023, you have Jewish students walking around, not just in our elite institutions, in all of our institutions, with a reasonable fear of their safety, for their safety. This is intolerable. It cannot stand for one second. Not for one second. By the way, fill in the blank. Any group. Any group. Right. Any group. But, but this virulent 
anti-Semitism that has shown its face over the past month or two cannot stand. But the fact that there have been college presidents and administrators that don't really speak up has been a bit well, you can't, unsettling. You can't have it both ways. Can't have it both you ways. You can't have it both ways. Last observation. We could go on for, for hours, folks, on this, but again, just some tidbits, parts of this issue that we want to discuss. Senior Intel official, CIA official, includes a pro-Palestinian image on social media, Facebook. Deputy Director for Analysis, a senior position at the CIA. So what you see, there's, this is part of a larger story here, going back to our point from a few minutes ago. There's a split in Washington, a split in the bureaucracy, a split in the swamp, if you will, a split in the Biden administration. Uh, this is some very strong left-leaning bureaucrats departing from Biden administration policy lines with respect to Israel. Now, that can't happen. This is a CIA. I mean, the, the, that, that can't happen. Again, you don't have free speech at work. Right. We, we, we all know that. Uh, and I would have empathy for the Biden administration in this regard, this split, this fight it's having with certain bureaucrats concerning policy, if they hadn't contributed to this problem in the first place, Iran, 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 I'd have more empathy for them in that regard. This is a continuation of Obama-era appeasement of Iran. Uh, and again, uh, going back to President Obama and his recent quote here, nobody's hands are clean, that all of us are complicit to some degree. Wow. Really? Okay. That well, that goes with the. I however, guess we are complete. It's exactly what it is. I, I, are we complicit with uh, being pro-Israel and standing up for the Jewish state? Yep, guilty. I'm not sure that's what he meant. So here we go. We could go on and on, but just some observations surrounding events and sometimes parenthetical issues all around this conflict. This will continue to play out. The deaths will occur, unfortunately. Innocents will continue to die. We just wish and pray, and we are praying, that Israel ends this conflict quickly so that the innocent people, innocent Palestinians, can go hopefully try to rebuild a Gaza that's not a threat to Israel, and Israel can live in peace. And this match that's been taken to the Middle East finally gets put out and some more sensible policies, especially with regard to the real miscreant here, Iran, can come back hopefully in the uh, first year of a new Republican administration. Hope so. Our thoughts and prayers out to the Israelis uh, as all, the whole world enters the holiday season. Yeah. And we wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Well, one more show at least before Christmas. And thanks for listening and watching us today. Godspeed. <laughs> <laughs>